Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center Contact Center podcast, where we try to give you some actionable items, take back into your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve the agent experience, hopefully improve the customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO here at Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 550-seat call center outsourcer located here in northwestern Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing on this uh, day after Valentine's Day as I record? I hope you had a great uh, day night with your significant other. I uh, <laughs> had a basketball game yesterday, which my wife loved. Just, those of you, I think, probably by now know that's one of the things that keeps me out of trouble. I coach uh, high school girls basketball. Have a really good team. We're right now the number one 4A team in the state. We'll see if that holds up here as playoffs start. But, uh, yeah, so that's what I was doing last night. But, uh, um I, she's a big chocolate covered strawberry fan, so I uh, I got uh, I got some of those yesterday. You know I'm really excited about episodes when I record them <laughs> multiple times. So this is the fourth time that I've recorded this episode because I don't think I was getting across what I want to get across. I didn't do it well enough. So this is the fourth time that I'm going to do the entire episode. <laughs> so hopefully this will be the uh, the final one that I I think is good enough for you guys. And, and will add enough value to what I'm trying to get across. Okay, customer experience is evolving. I don't think we can deny that. I think if you looked at you know where we were from a call center standpoint, say in the in the 60s or 70s, when computers came around, people fought that to a certain extent. How can this really you know evolve this? This seems like so much work. And then uh, we started to integrate with them. And then we didn't even use our, our POTS lines, our T1s. We went right to the cloud. And we evolved customer experience from that standpoint. If you would have talked in the 60s about where customer experience is and the tools that we have today from speech analytics to workforce management to all the different integrations that you guys are using, it, it would have been mind-blowing. It would have been like, that's impossible. Well, I feel we are in the 1960s when we talk about things that are coming down the pipe, like the metaverse, like NFTs, like blockchain. Now, I just, I've done multiple episodes now, probably two or three on kind of talking overall on the overarching tools that are coming, but I want to get specific today. And I want to talk specifically about the metaverse. We've been hearing so much about this metaverse. What the heck is it? And to be honest, I think it's kind of like AI right now, right? Everybody's got an opinion on it. I don't think it's everybody's right. So everybody's got like a little piece of, of correctness with it. Um, but overall, we don't really know what it is yet. We kind of have an idea. And if anybody says they know exactly what it is, they're crazy. But let me give you at least what my opinion on on what this is. So the metaverse is not one specific thing. And I think that's a huge takeaway from here. Everybody's thinking, wow, there's this one like website, right? Or this one thing called the metaverse. The metaverse is evolving with so many different platforms in front of us. 
So basically, it's just a way to interact online, a different way to interact online. So if you look at Facebook, we know that they've changed their entire name. They've changed their entire business model. They're they're called Meta right now, right? I mean, when you have a one of the, if not the largest organization in the world, you know, at least top top five for sure, totally changing their business model. Now there could be some other things with that as well that we don't need to get into. Every time I bring up Facebook online and I get attacked, but uh, there's also other things, right? So Facebook, we know they're building a metaverse. They're not building the metaverse. There's another metaverse called Decentraland, where these are places where you can actually go buy the digital pieces of land, right, in their world. There's one called the Sandbox, same kind of thing, where these players or, or purchasers, they can build, they can play, they can own, and they can monetize virtual experiences. And I think that's the biggest piece of this, right? With the metaverse you can start to monetize from a business standpoint, monetize virtual experiences. And anytime that we're going to have any type of monetization, there's going to have to be some type of customer support, customer experience model as well to make sure that all those things go right. So that's what I want to talk about today of is, is businesses and then the customer experience model that's going to be built around these in my opinion again this is just my opinion but I've done a ton of research on this you know as you guys know we're trying to build out the first or one of the first or I, I guess it's still the first uh, virtual reality contact center right and putting a lot of thought into how that should look and, and how that should work but that's one aspect but I think really when, when this thing goes for real and we have some some real usage by by the vast majority of people, a couple things need to happen. First, number one is the experience needs to be easier, right? Currently, you can go just on your computer and you can you know go to the Decentraland or the Sandbox website and you can walk around in their metaverse, right? It's kind of like, uh, like Minecraft or it's like Roblox, which by the way, are kind of uh, metaverses of themselves, but uh, you can do that, right? But where I see this really happening in this, this, this just awesome experience is when virtual reality comes into play, right? And right now, you know, if you ever have that Oculus 2 from Facebook, it, it's painful to wear, right? You can only have it. I can only have it on for a certain period of time before I'm like, dude, my eyes are killing me. My head is killing me. I got a headache, right? So it's not comfortable. It's not great. There needs to be an evolution in that technology, and people are working on that 24-7. I am thoroughly uh, in, in total agreement that that is going to happen really, really fast, and that might even happen this year where we have something that's extremely comfortable that we can do a, a really cool VR experience in the metaverse. So let's just say that we have that. Let's say that we're, we're comfortable with that. You know, the, What I see happening is kind of the merging of customer experience in the physical store, right? So let's talk about like Nordstrom, right? Currently, you can go to a Nordstrom store. You can pick up their article of clothing. You can smell the perfume. You can have that kind of in-store experience. Or you could go to the website, right? Nordstrom.com. And the experience isn't as kind of inclusive and and, and it's not all-encompassing. 
but you can kind of look and see what products that they have. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take that in-store experience in the metaverse and we're going to make it online, right? So you're going to be able to walk into a Nordstrom. You're going to be able to pick up clothing. You're eventually going to be able to feel how it feels. You're going to be able to, to try it on on an avatar that has your same type of build, right? You're going to be able to look at the front, the back, underneath things. Um, you're going to be able to have a really close, really cool in-store experience, but still be sitting in your in your living room or sitting in your office, right? And it, the same thing goes when it comes to customer experience or if there's a a broken product, right? Let's say you're in the the metaverse and you're at the a Dick's Sporting Goods, right? That they have built in one of these metaverses, and you have a golf club that uh, the head fell off and it shouldn't have. And you can literally go in there and maybe they have a tool that can fix it. And in virtual reality, they can actually show you how this tool works, right? So that you know how to fix it. Maybe you have a plumbing issue, right? There's a leak under your sink. You go to a a Kohler. I think that's a plumbing place. If not, I apologize to all the Kohlers. But you go to a, a plumbing store and in virtual reality, they're showing you how to fix the sink, Right or that leaky pipe that you have. All of us go to YouTube right now to kind of learn that stuff. This is YouTube on steroids because it's an actual experience that we're having instead of watching someone do something. They're actually showing you um, how to do the actual thing, which I think is is pretty amazing. You're going to be able to just teleport between these stores instantly. Right. So, you know, currently we can just go website, we can go to Amazon and we can go to Dick Sporting Goods, we can go to Nordstrom and we can go to all these different stores, you know, have online. Well, you're going to be able to do that in the metaverse too, basically just teleporting to these different stores. So let's say you want to do Christmas shopping from your own living room. Literally, you put on your glasses and you can go from store to store to store, have these experiences, talk to somebody. That's going to be way better than, than talking to somebody on a website with a chat. That's going to be way better than picking up the phone, talking to someone while you're looking at uh, having a question about a product, of, about a toy that you want to buy your son or your daughter, right? And you can do all that instantly. Here's the other thing that's going to make these experiences, I think, really unique and really cool is that we're going to tie in NFTs to these, Right. So now currently, again, all the naysayers out there just see the NFT as some type of little digital picture that I could just take with my phone. Right. And don't realize the smart contract and the utility that's built behind it. I'm not going to get into all the uses um, that we could see, but just here's a couple of them off the top of my head is is buying an NFT for specific experiences from that store. And, And maybe those are, you know. Maybe they're they're sponsored by uh, three different musical artists. So with this NFT that you bought from Nordstrom, um, you get tickets to those three uh, three artists every single year for the next five years. Um, there's different levels of of customer, right? So maybe you spend one hundred and fifty dollars on an NFT, and that gives you fifteen percent off of every purchase that you make for the next two to three years. What makes that any different than a rewards program? Well, the cool thing is, let's say you get mad at Nordstrom or you have a bad experience, you can then go sell that NFT. Someone then can go buy it, continue to take get those 15% off experiences. You get your money back or you make money on that and you can uh, kind of go <laughs> go your own way. 
I think that they're also going to come out with companies are going to come out with with their services or products on NFTs, especially when you talk about SaaS companies, right? There's going to be actual code on these that you're going to be able to use on your computer. Um, you're seeing with NFTs right now with with different types of what you're buying with the NFT isn't just the picture, but it's a tech piece of technology that you're getting on the back end. Some of these allow you to, you know, buy go and in, in search for different rarities for NFTs that maybe other people can't find. But you're going to be able to start to see more mainstream uses of of SaaS and of technology that are that are coming from from NFTs. But you can see how a store can utilize that for community, can utilize that for a rewards type program as well. Speaking of rewards, this is something that nobody's really talking about from a customer experience standpoint. But I believe that every single store, every single company is going to start to come out with their own type of cryptocurrency or crypto token. Let me give you an example of of something that I just find totally awesome. For those of you who don't know about NFTs, let me just give you a really quick background. There's a there's a website called OpenSea, O-P-E-N-S-E-A dot I-O. And it's kind of the Amazon, actually, it's probably more closely related to like the eBay of NFTs, right? So this is where you, it's the secondary market. So you can buy NFTs there, you can sell your NFTs there, you know, it, it's the, it's kind of right now, it's the Amazon of that, right? It's that eBay, well, there's rivals that are starting to come up. And one of them is called LooksRare. And LooksRare is the same thing. They're buying and selling. It's a it's a marketplace for NFTs. So what they have done to try to drum up business for them is they've come up with their own cryptocurrency token. The token is called the Looks token. And when you go on their site, you connect your your crypto wallet and they can kind of just see all of the purchases that you've made on their rival OpenSea. And based on the amount of money that you've spent or the transactions that you've done, it correlates to a certain amount of tokens that they're giving you, right, to start to use their product, their website. So I did this. I got 1,500 looks tokens. At the time, looks tokens were worth about five bucks a piece, right? So you do the math there. That's not too bad. Right now, it's it's dropped to about, I don't know, $2, $2.50 right now, but that's kind of been up and down. It's been as high as $8 as well. The other thing is you can stake these tokens, which basically means you kind of put them in a vault, right? And you don't have access to them. You can't use them or cash them out. But the APR is for some of these is like 400%, 500%. So I've staked my looks tokens at there's 1500 of them. I currently now have 1900 of them and I'm just going to keep that rolling, right? And if it ever goes back up to $8, you know, I'm in a I'm in a really good place. Having said that, you can see how different organizations can do this as well, right? So maybe there's a there's Nordstrom and they they come up with their Nords token, and for all the purchases that you've made for the last five years there, or maybe they look at all the purchases if you can prove it for a rival, you get a certain amount of tokens. These tokens then have value, right? They could be used for purchases in their store. They could be cashed out for cash. They can go up, they can go down in value. You can sell them, right? You can buy, just buy more of them like a like you're buying a Ethereum or Bitcoin, right? So the really strong rollouts of this, you can see how it can really get a, a customer to be loyal to a brand 
especially if they're doing a really good job with their token, which is kind of like their rewards program, right? And it's a rewards program totally and utterly on steroids. So again, I think that's a a really unique way that we're going to start to see things. So again, I'm not saying you got to go out and buy Ethereum or buy Bitcoin or set up an NFT wallet or I want you to start to think about it though. I need you. I'm begging you, please go on YouTube. Don't put your head in the sand on this, right? We're coming to a whole different world of, of how we're about to operate, how we're about to do customer service, how we're about to interact with customers, how the customer experience is going to be unique, how we're going to get into different types of 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 customer rewards type programs, right? The the technology is now there, but currently it's just, it's all separated, right? There's, there's the, this metaverse and then there's NFTs and then there's blockchain and there's virtual reality and then there's augmented reality. And they're all kind of, everybody's doing their own thing in these spaces. Well, somebody's going to figure it out really, really soon. And they're going to put it all together, right? And they're going to be the first one that you're going to really want to go and shop there to have that amazing experience, to have a rewards program that is actually paying you money to use their product. Um, amazing stuff, right? Really exciting stuff. And that's why the metaverse really excites me in the future of, of where we're going with this excites me as well. So again, I, I hope that doesn't scare you. I hope that that just, you know, it starts to plant a seed that I got to pull some of you guys kicking and screaming um, down this road because I don't want anybody to miss out. And I, I want you guys to really think some of these things through because the first ones to really operate in this new space are going to have such a huge advantage. I don't have it figured out. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't have the resources yet to really accomplish this, but I know what I want to do in my head. Um, so you know, in the next year or two, we just hired a uh, a new programmer, and she has virtual reality experience. She has programming digitally. She's an artist for NFTs and things like that. So I'm starting to build my kind of, I don't know, my talent pool for things that I can't do and I think can be really exciting and fun and, and try to figure this thing out and, and try to be one of the first, right? I think this is kind of like the – it's the wild, wild west – and, you know, we're setting up new towns and new cities all the time and it's, it's, it's brand new, right? And that's kind of exciting for me too, to, to really put a mark on something that I think is exciting and, and hopefully can evolve into something extremely profitable, but more importantly, useful for everybody um, in, in to kind of at least someone here listening, hopefully can, can maybe start something or this, this plants that fire in you guys. So again, hopefully this was helpful for you. Um, this is it. This is my fourth recording. I'm definitely not doing a fifth. I think I got what I needed and I will uh I'll talk to you guys next week.